I thought I'd bring in the big guns. I thought I'd bring in Adrian Cartland from Cartland Law. And this guy, you've seen him before, and he's back um, talking about asset protection. So, Adrian, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, George. Glad to be back. I've got the glass on tonight because I want to be look smart. <laughs> and um, it's easier to see my screen, so that's why I've been starting to wear glasses recently. I want to talk a bit about um, the Australian property market, what's been happening. So there's been – most cities in Australia have gone down in value, and um, that's a fact. And a lot of people have been reaching out and asked me, like, what's happened to the property market? And the question you've got to ask yourself really is what is going to happen long-term? Because the short-term property market is not as important as the long-term property market. Also, looking, judging, and trying to look at the long-term property market, there's a lot more clarity than when you look at the short-term property market. We're going to be talking about asset protection tonight. And um, please be patient because this is well worthwhile because we're going to be talking about case studies and actually what has happened um, of recent times. And, you know, I can hear you well, George. Great. Someone can hear me well. So if you've got any, if you've got any asset protection questions, please type in the chat. I'm going to answer them for you as best as I can or get Adrian to do it. But the thing is, um, with the market the way it is at the moment, interest rates going up, there's a lot of people that are going to be a little bit vulnerable. And, you know, you get insurance when you don't need it, not once you get in trouble. So if you're looking at asset protection, estate planning and all that sort of stuff, you really need to get that in place before you need it, just like insurance, because once you need it, it's too late. You know, if you don't insure your house and it burns down, you're going to lose it. And asset protection is the same thing because um, you can't do it once you're in trouble. It doesn't work. So you need forward planning for this sort of stuff. And if you want to be like a wealthy investor, Wealthy investors, what they do is they keep themselves safe. They get all the right insurances. They get their life insurance, their trauma protection, income protection, house house protection, all that sort of stuff to make sure that they're safe. And that's what they do because you've got to do that. It's very important. Okay, so we're going to try this once again. Third time is the charm. Hello, Adrian. All right. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes, we can, Adrian. <laughs> Perfect. Um, guys, thank you for your patience. We've got Adrian back. And you know what? Well worth the wait. What can I say? Uh, thank you, George. No, thank you guys for having me. And, and I'm, I'm sorry for the, um, the the problems. I'm just not sure it was the uh, the gremlins acting up again. So Okay. So yeah, yeah. Let's start from the beginning, which is great. Great. All right. So today we're going to talk about um, uh, asset protection and I'm going to talk about this one of the simplest strategies that we can have for asset protection and, and that is this um, having things in your spouse's name this is this is not even asset protection 101 this is asset asset protection 100 and um, now I've got to say I personally do not own any assets in my name I do asset protection um, and, uh, and and tax structuring for a living so I can tell you if you do a plan title search with me I've got nothing um, and um, uh, but there, this isn't bulletproof. And the more that you use something that everyone uses, the more that you fall, you have at risk that the tax office or someone else or creditors are going to try and break it. And the and, thing um, that I want to talk about as well, correct? Sorry, what was that? They're always, they're always trying to close different loopholes, aren't they? So something. Oh yeah, they're always trying to go things and. Um, 
Uh, and one of the simplest is, is owning a property in your spouse's name. Now, now, there's a few reasons why you might do this and um, from an asset protection point of view. So first of all, you say it's not in my name, but it's in my spouse's name. And my spouse is, um, uh, is uh, they're not an at-risk person. Now, so the advantages of using this really simple strategy is that um, it's really clear um, the principal place of residence that you're going to get capital gains tax discounts um, that you normally have, whereas if you owned it in a trust, you might not get that, or you, um, or you can, but it's more complex. Um, there's two, a way around, obviously. Yep. Yeah, there's a way around it, but it's you know it, it, it's, it's a little bit more complex. Um, two, if you have... Um, uh, land tax will be automatically assessed as you know as nil. Um, if there's land tax, uh, you get exempt from your principal place of residence. Um, so you know, bank financing can be really simple. So there's a it, 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 you're keeping the the vanilla structure of like buying it you know in the husband and wife's name, but instead you just got you know, usually you take out the husband. So I just want to say this: ninety five percent of bankruptcies are men. Yep. So, why why are men so prone to going bankrupt? Tell me, what's the story? Why are women um, much safer? Risk and reward. So, um, so uh, there's a um, men uh, just have a preponderance for taking risk. Men, like, okay, you can easily see this if you have like, guys under the age of 25, 18 to 25, their insurance premiums on driving is insane because they do dumb stuff. They take risks. Um, George, uh, I'm not sure if you were like that. Were you crazy when you were under 25? Yes, um, I was. I was. I'm not just 25, but I bought my convertible Porsche. I, I lost a lot of points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, uh, but but it's just uh, so. Um, uh, like if you look at the the, the genders, uh, uh, men and women, you know, intelligence is evenly distributed. Um, you know, conscientiousness, like heart, whether they're hardworking is the same. The big, the big difference is like aggressiveness um, and risk-taking, um, a couple of big, big gender differences. And so men will not only be willing to take high risks, but they'll really push it out there. They'll, they'll do, they'll, they'll fight, they'll do, you know, they'll um, drive fast, fast cars. Uh, this can be beneficial in business because they go, you know what, like I'm, you know, 21 years old, I'm just going to go out and smash it. I'm going to take all these risks. I'm going to put everything in Dogecoin um, and they're either going to make, you know, buy a Ferrari uh, or they're going to go bankrupt. And yeah. you know, this can be beneficial in business. You often, you know, see see particularly men who take risks and risks and risks and risks and some, and they pay off and they make, you know, and everyone's, uh, everyone's successful. They've provided for their family, you know, um, you know, their wife and children are really thankful for the hard work and risks that they've taken. Um, and then sometimes, though, like it just doesn't, you know, they, they gamble, you know, they take risks and take risks and it all falls over. And um, yep. so 95% uh, so of bankruptcies are men. There you go. So now, that's why I want to Two facts that I want to mention while we're here is one, um, the most litigious state in the world is California. Yep. And, you know what, and the second most litigious state in the world is New South Wales. That's insane. So we're well, up I, there. Here in Australia, we're up there. So the chance of getting sued in, in America or in Australia is actually quite large compared to anywhere else in the world. That's just a fact. And um, two, with interest rates going up, at the moment, there's a lot of turbulence with supply chain issues, and there's going to be a lot of people getting in trouble. And that's the fact of it. There's going to be a lot of business totally. going down. 
And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, when you get asset protection, you've got to get it early. You can't wait. It's like insurance. It's too late once you have a car accident. It's too late once you get in trouble. You've got to get it early. Is that correct? So I had some clients come to me recently and they're, you know, this isn't the first time this has happened. I've had a number of clients come through like this and they go, you know what? Um, I'm about to declare bankruptcy or the tax office is coming after me. I've got all these big debts. I want to protect my house. And what can I do? I'm like, give it to the tax office, save money. Mm. You know, um, uh, and in fact, um, when you're in that position of um, uh, of your close to toppling over, actually the worst thing that you can do, this is totally counterintuitive, the worst thing that you can do is try and not go bankrupt. Like the people that I've seen who've lose, lost absolutely everything is they just keep on getting more and more and more debts and then second mortgage their house and get some more debts and bring in loans from family members to try and keep their business propped up. Um, if you yeah. are failing, you I've, should fail. I've that, I've, and I've seen that happen before yeah. personally. Not me personally, but I've got a friend in Melbourne who had quite a bit of money and they just tried to keep it afloat. It was a big business and they unfortunately, everyone else sunk with them trying to help them, friends and family. And that happens a lot. You're absolutely right. If you're going to sink, you're going yeah. to sink. But the problem is ego won't let people want to sink. You know, they want to hold on. Yeah. Now, yeah. Putting and, and it is a hard one because the people that become successful, um, one of the reasons why you become successful is that you have this never say die attitude. And some and people say, you're not going to succeed. You know, I, I don't believe in you. I think that you're going to fail. You're going to lose everything. And they say, no, I've got this great idea. And you push and you push and you push. Um, and, and you know, you have to be, you know, you have to just tell everyone to piss off and I'm going to listen to, I'm not going to listen to you. And that's what makes you successful. And that, that really helps you on the way up. Like the people that I, the clients that I have who are the most successful, you know, who go from like zero to a hundred mil plus, they're all like that. Every single one of yeah, them. Yeah, look at Elon Musk. He's been next to the wall so many times and he's the richest man in the world. Like, wow, that paid off, didn't it? Yeah, except Elon Musk is fragile. If he, like, he keeps gambling and he keeps on, you know, rolling the dice and keeps winning. If he loses, he loses everything. There's no, there's no... Um, the richest man in the world is fragile? I yeah, can't see it. Absolutely. So he, <laughs> you know, he absolutely... Uh, so... Um, uh, so the way he has everything hocked, like his, like his, most of his wealth is tied up in a number of of, of publicly traded shares. companies, yep. or, or 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 either private companies, like the shares in those. Um, he he has huge loans against them, like and his companies. The reason why he's been so successful and the value's gone up so much is because you know there's a lot of volatility. It could go up. What goes up can go down. Yeah, and if he I mean, goes he down, he lost five billion dollars in one day once. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. Yeah, five billion dollars. Like that's yeah. that's that, that really that. adds up. You wake up in the morning, you're like, yeah, five billion richer. Then you go to bed. Oh, I'm poorer. Oh well. <laughs> but look, you know what? Obviously, he's built his capacity there. Now you're talking about people putting their properties and yeah. So you put it in. So you put something in your, in your wife's that, name. That, that's really good idea. Work. Does that yeah, still work? But um. Um, so one thing that's that um, is, is problematic is that just because you've purchased something in your wife's name doesn't mean that you have you have got rid of all of your rights to it. Let me give you a simple example. If you if you want if you buy your house in your wife's name and you divorce, you still get 50 50. It doesn't protect you against it because one, you have rights like if you if you divorce uh, two, if you 
Um, now, uh, you, if you have contributed to the purchase price, you've either given your wife money or you've gone on the mortgage, you're actually under trust law, you're entitled to maybe like to 50%. It's called a resulting trust. Um, mm -hmm. And because let me just take this, put it this way. If you um, gave your brother, you know, $100,000 and said, this is going to be the deposit on my next property. He takes it, buys a $500,000 property, buys it in his own name. Um, who, who do you think should be rightfully entitled to that property? Your brother, who's got it in his name, or you? Well, you, you've provided purchase price, you've found the property, it's, it's, it's rightfully yours. And, uh -huh. uh, and the law changes that. Now here, if the husband is paying for 50% of the purchase price, the husband is paying for 50% um, you know, of the mortgage, Husband is entitled to fifty percent of the property, like unless it's totally severed, and, and there's some ways to do that. Does that mean, but the, not covered. Is that what we're saying? It's not covered. Not yeah. Covered. So that it, yeah. so it and so the tax office is clever, and they've and, and so um, uh, with this um, Westminster Bosnak, um, when he went yeah. bankrupt, they said yep. Yep. what they're going to do you, you, is give some context. We didn't hear it before. We couldn't hear. You. Oh, tell sure. us about Bosnak. So, yeah, tell us so, um, so Vlada Bosnak is a fitness entrepreneur from um, Western Australia. He's got a really interesting app that um, that can determine your fat and fitness levels um, uh, without scales. Uh, he's made, you know, it's good to a publicly traded company. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? Uh, and yeah, um, yeah he's scales. Get it right. So I don't know how he did it with an app, but well done. Anyway. So yeah, he seems like he's a really hardworking guy, really you know successful uh, in business. One of these guys who takes risks and risks and risks um, and pays off. Uh, and he's bought, well, I think his family house is worth like five, ten mil. Um, he's ended up with like you know ten mil worth of tax debts, uh, and he's gone bankrupt from there. And and he and uh, and he's thought, oh well, I'm going to be safe. Uh, multi million dollar mansion that we're, that a family lives in. Is um, is in my wife's name. It is safe. Tax office says, "Well, you paid for the mortgage. You know, you've you've contributed to the purchase price. You this is half yours. We want half of it." And um, he, so he's lost the last couple of cases. Um, he's he he is lost in the full federal court. It's being appealed to the high court at the moment. He spent wow, years fighting. Interesting. Yeah. Process. Yeah, it, it'll be it'll be super exciting. I, um, and um, so there are ways of severing this. There are there are things that he could have done um, rather than just put it in his wife's name. So you know, if he had taken some of that equity and uh, and that was mortgaged to a trust, that would have been safe because um, uh, there's no resulting trust there that gets gets around yeah. this you know um, contribution of purchase price. You know, um, if he had purchased yeah. in a family trust. Like yep. that would have been safe if, if he had purchased in a capital protected unit trust. Like that would have been safe. Um, purchasing in his wife's name, nice and simple. Not so much. Uh, not so successful. Uh, and you know, and he spent years and millions of dollars and is you know, and bankrupt because of it. Yep. Now, um, we've only got six minutes left for this session because then we're going to our next private session. So what I want to do mm -hmm. is, um, did you hear about that story yeah. about that um, couple? I think it was a lady. She had some money with crypto.com. And instead yes. of paying her $100, they paid her $10 million. And she bought her sister a house and just went on a spending spree. And now they're trying to get the money back. 
Now, yes. she probably should have got asset protection. <laughs> yeah, so that's an interesting one. Um, so uh, if it's a, there's a difference in here between mistake and from like criminal proceeds. So I want to say that um, if you are involved in a criminal activity, um, there it, uh, and you said like I'm a um, I'm a bikey and I've got and I've um, and I'm drug running and I've made all these criminal proceeds. Um, uh, all of these structures, they'll just walk through them. Okay, so um, uh, so something else. If you're a terrorist, none of this helps. So don't be a bikey. Don't be a terrorist. Um, uh, uh, and um, yeah, so if you're yeah, so you shouldn't do that. Like, I mean, just as a general thing, like, don't be a terrorist. Um, yeah, and, I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. Um, uh, so, but for except for those circumstances, um, you know, we can protect your assets. You know, so mm -hmm. if she has stolen money, um, there is criminal tracing, and and it can be traced no matter where it goes. If she has made money, and even just by by accident. Um, or problem with the with the cryptocurrency, then she could have purchased those. That she could have um, put that into into a trust, gifted it to trust. Um, here's the catch, though: you, um, if she gifts money into a trust and she goes bankrupt, like you know, a, a few months later, they can claw that back. So this is why when we say we're looking to set up asset protection, you can't set it up a few months before you go bankrupt. If you set up, like no, it's too late then. You've got to plan ahead. You've got to really plan ahead and save for a rainy day. you really got to get your stuff yeah. ready. And obviously, um, we're going to talk about this later, but there's there's some complicated, more complicated trust structures that are very powerful that really protect assets a lot better than just a normal trust. You wouldn't use a normal trust in this sort of situation. No, we wouldn't use that. Um, and because um, because it's been important that she buys, she gets something. In fact, something like this, you know what I would I would do for her in this situation? I'd use a capital protected unit trust. What I'd do is I'd sub subscribe for units. Let's say she's got a million dollars worth of proceeds from her cryptocurrency. I'd subscribe for units in the crypto in, in this capital protected unit trust, and then I would buy an asset, like for example, a property. Um, you know, it's a real estate. In there, some you know, so, uh, and uh, and then as the prop, like uh, then then in the event that she goes bankrupt, the capital protected units they will close off, and uh, and and she won't be she won't have any more interest, and the interest yes, will instead yes. be, be held by a, a blood descendant trust. Um, yeah, no, 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 but, but she got her money by mistake, so it probably wouldn't work, would it? Mistake, it, it, oh. um, I'm not familiar with it. If it's mis there's a difference between mistake and fraud. So if she's, okay, if she's so committed to crypto.com, crypto made the mistake. They sent her yeah. 10 million instead of $100. She did not, or she didn't make any, she didn't create and do any fraud at all. I'd, I'd want to look at this one closely. Yeah, I'd, yeah, yeah. I, 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 reckon, I wouldn't give up the money if I were her. No, no, no. So she's been to court and apparently. Um, there's a bit of a um, some of the money they can get back depending on where she put it, which is interesting. So it's mm. fascinating, very fascinating one to follow. But anyway, um, what's happening, guys? Is we got to go to a private group now. So thank you so much for joining us, Adrian. I appreciate it. I'm going to Thanks. see you in the private group. And what I might do is, um, um, guys, if you've got any questions about asset protection, type them in the chat. Type them on here, and we hopefully will be able to answer our questions. 
We're going to be coming on more often anyway with Adrian because everyone's a big fan of Adrian, so it's going to be good. Adrian, thank you so much. I'll see you, you on thank you. See you in the private chat. Cheers. Bye.